This week on Invasion of the Podcast, we celebrate bros and Joes turning 30. Uh, Joe is taken with destiny. Paul, not so much. And we check the box office barometer on 1985. We bring you this special radio television broadcast in order to give you the very latest information on an amazing phenomenon. The arrival of a spaceship. Just a minute, ladies and gentlemen, I think something is happening. Flying saucers have invaded our planet. People of Earth, attention. It's the invasion of the podcast. The whole world is under attack. Can it survive? All right, and welcome to Invasion of the Podcast, uh, taking over the world one listener at a time. I am Paul, does not have the DLC Stedman, and to my left as always is Joe, has the DLC Peters. <laughs> I like that one. So you're going to see that there's some division of wealth going on here tonight. So um, It's lo- not division of wealth. You have things I don't have. <laughs> um, so a uh, lot to talk about tonight. Uh, first, I want to mention just two things real, real quick. Um, one... Um, this previous weekend, uh, Mary and myself were traveling the local area, just trying to get some, uh, uh, just some, some buzz out about, uh, yeah, about just the show and just try to get some cards out to some different shops and things. And we went out to, uh, Keith's comics out in, uh, Illyria and it was uh, really awesome to be out there. So I just want to give a shout out to them. They're on uh, 394 Broad Street in Illyria, Ohio. Uh, it was super nice to talk to the gentleman that was working there. I believe his name was Brian. He offered to throw some of our cards in the bags when people buy all their cool books. So we appreciate the, the, the help and just want to give some love out to you too. So we, we appreciate that greatly. Other thing I wanted to mention is after we did that, we were um, at the mall and I ended up in a FYE, which I didn't know that they actually still make those. I know, right? I went to Strongsville Mall last is there Saturday. One there? There's one there. And like, I always go in there because I like to browse. But Well, there has been one there, hasn't there? For, or, yeah, okay. for a while. Okay. Because the one in North Olmstead, that's never been there at the Great Northern Mall. And I walked over and I was like, this was new and weird, and I wasn't. It wasn't that new. It's been there for a few years. Oh well, I've been to the mall more recently than that. Maybe I just never pay attention. But anyway, I, yeah. so. Uh, but as I was in there, all like looking at all the different things because it's just easy to get in there, get sucked in there, and be like, oh, yeah. I, I want to buy a Doctor Who shower curtain. I don't know why. I just kind of want to. Um, in the far corner, they have their clearance items. Yeah, and so, and, I, and I'm not joking. Behind the discount posters, I end up moving something, and I found some um, vinyl pop figures from Tomorrowland. And oh. they were severely discounted. And there was like, it was like shoved in the corner. It's just like, we don't even know what to do with these. Yeah. It was, this, it was just like, well, that pretty much sums it up. Probably should have waited till after. And it was like characters. I should, like, I didn't recognize any of the names or anything. I was like, ah, I feel bad for these pop figures. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That's always a fun place to, like, it's like a bigger hot topic. It's basically what it is. <laughs> better lit. Better, it's, yeah, better it's a lit better lit, bigger hot topic. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I confused I, I could be 36, FYE. walk around FYE, and I have a problem. I, I know. There's problems if I walk around hot topic being 36. It's like, I, think I shouldn't it, buy any of this stuff. It's a funny statement, because when we used to work at Blockbuster, we, we survived on the fact that people needed a brick-and-mortar store to get things like movies. Yeah. And like now I look at FYE from outside the window like, People looking at Blockbuster, it's like, why do people go in here and buy physical media? <laughs> like, I like, I know Paul has a lot of physical media because he's collected it over the years. Yeah, and I've, I've trimmed a lot out, but there's still stuff I just yeah, can't get rid of. But like, I'm completely digital. Anything I get, music or movies, I just download. Food, you get stuff just digitally. Food, just yeah, it's him. just I have one of those things that they have on the Enterprise. He's a 3D like, printer. This printer Earl Gray tea hot. Yeah. Boom, good to go. <laughs> yeah. 
So if the Wi-Fi goes down, I starve. In a lot of ways, it's like I can't even play games or eat yeah. food. Yeah. But yeah, I like shout out to Keith's Comics. Um, I didn't go with Paul, unfortunately, uh, but I I did used to go to Keith's Comics because I live right down the street on Broad Street uh, from them years ago. Okay, so uh, it was a cool little store. I'd never been in. There I before. like that corner spot they have. It's yeah, right, it's a good location. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's right by uh, downtown Elyria's. It's kind of a park. It's I don't know. It's like a fountain. Yeah, it has like memorial. a little center area. Yeah, like, like I've been to Elyria a number of times. I've never been to that spot in Elyria. It's like, wow, this is actually a nice spot. Like, you, not that yeah. Elyria's bad, but it's kind of you kind of can't really miss it. Ohio, Midwest, whatever. Yeah. yeah, go check them out. Uh, they're a nice couple of guys. One of my buddies who lives out there, uh, he used to go to them all the time before uh, he kind of fell on hard times and his comic hobby took a dive because of money. No, oh. but I know he was a regular there. Does he go outside and busk for comics? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like like in the evening where it's like, oh, these are no good anymore. I guess I'll throw them in the dumpster. He's like, please, sir. Could I have some of these? You know, not that a bakery is like the same thing as a comic book store, but maybe I don't. I don't know how. It Here's works. an Archie kid. Get out of here! <laughs> All right, so let's go on to this news team assemble. I dropped my pen. That's not important. I wrote everything. <laughs> that's down that's the news. But you already wrote news down, right? I did. I have all my news written down, but <laughs> so I can't write any more down. News that Joe has written down is brought to us by Midwest Best Grooming Company, dedicated to bringing you only the finest beard balms and oils. Strong enough to tame the roughest of faces and alluring enough to draw in those who love it. And uh, that website is mwbgroomingco.com or mwb, yeah, is it mwbgroomingco.com. Some mm-hmm. Midwest best grooming company. They have beard. If you have a beard, go there. Check it out. It's good times. Yeah. I think I have a link on our Facebook page. They're also liked on our Twitter and Facebook. So if you're in that realm of the social network. In the realm of the beards. You can you can find them through us or through the through our many other episodes that we have thrown that's out right there. this is our 20th episode 20 20th well 21st. It's, it's it's the 20 it's the 21st episode but it's our 20th because so we can drink now yeah we're well well we're not technically at the 21st episode it isn't labeled as such so next episode paul and i will do drunk <laughs> no i mean i've i've done that a few times with this show but uh no. i could do it I'll, I'll do it i'll 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 suck it up and, and i don't know i think it's <laughs> supposed to be pg-13 because you know how like now in hollywood everything gets cut out like like uh, what's his name? Um, like this person can't smoke. Constantine can't smoke because it's bad image. Like, yeah, Tychus Finley can't have a cigar because it's bad image. Like that's true. Yeah, and I know that was it. Uh, there was you're right. Tychus was also there's another character that had uh, um, was it the thing? They've also removed him chomping a cigar often because it's yeah. like you're supposed. To, yeah. Anyway, because it's funny because in Starcraft two, Tychus had the cigar through the campaign, and then when they put him in Heroes of the Storm, no more cigar. Yeah. <laughs> very part. Very you big know, part maybe, of the character. Maybe he's making some life changes. Well, he's dead. Oh well, was it the cigars that got him? I think so. Okay, there we go. So Blizzard uh, making making a point. <laughs> so uh, news this week, um, and I'm just going to state in advance: there's going to be a lot of video game news this time, and it wasn't because of a conscious choice; it just kind of happened this way. So a lot of a lot of game stuff. But first, uh, Pacific Rim Two, which was supposed to start shooting this year, was delayed, and now there's rumors that it may be canceled, and that makes me very sad. Yeah, especially. I mean. The whole property of that robots, giant robots fighting, fighting giant monsters. monsters. Yeah, Guillermo del Toro. Like, did you like Pacific Rim? I liked Pacific Rim a lot. I, I liked it a great deal. I mean, I'm not saying it was a perfect movie, but I saw it twice in the theater, and I thought it was badass. I went and saw it. I think once or twice. I think I saw it once, but we went and saw it in the IMAX 3D. Oh, nice! And I don't like 3D movies like most people, but it was really enjoyable in IMAX 3D. Like the the monsters fighting in the water with the robots. 
was very cool, very cool. Um, and the story wasn't wasn't terrible. Like you know, sometimes they just try to throw a little bit of a story in there around special effects, but Del Toro doesn't do that. Del Toro, Del Toro did a good job. No, like um, with uh, what's his face, uh, Heimdall, like the, his whole oh Idris Elba. Yeah, he was a uh, stacker Pendergast. Pendergast yeah, like I'm a big. I love Idris. He Elba. was awesome at yeah. it, and he had a, he had a good character beat in mm-hmm. it too. And yeah, and it's just like I'm I'm going to eventually own a Gypsy Danger of some sort. I'm going to own. I got to own some of those robots. They're so cool. So. It bums me out. Hopefully, they can get this put together because I know this movie did really well overseas, especially like in um, like in China and Japan, near like the it Pacific. Did. It, yeah, it did because they're like maybe this will happen. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, they're like, oh dear, could be right there. Yeah, I don't know. Where's the rim? I don't know. <laughs> Is it near your country? Maybe I don't know. Um, it did attack Alaska that once. Um, so it, it just, it, I'm sure that like it would a sequel would help um, color that world better and flesh it out more. And I know he, there's already kind of like some pathing out to have like a possible third movie too, yeah. which I mean, that's what you do these days. But well, it's just just because it didn't make as much money, for some reason, that's a ding against it. Yeah. Opposed, I mean, it was successful and it did make its money. Same thing like Terminator Salvation. No, sorry, Genesis. It's made its money, but not enough money. for. I think to- a lot of properties like that tend to, like you want more of that world, but somehow Hollywood, whether it's the movie producers or, or just the business end of it of trying to get the people together. Um, and unfortunately like Del Toro falls into this category with Hellboy too, because I know Ron Perlman is like, you know, he's rallying the if troops. It, if to it was try up to him, to he get, would make Hellboy three. He would, right now, yeah, yeah. He would be making Hellboy three as we speak, but you know, so I, here's my, here's my prediction. And this is no, no, no mean scientific. If Crimson Peak comes out and does like ridiculous amounts of money, I'm excited for Crimson um, Peak versus what's projected. Mm-hmm. Pacific Rim Two's back on. That's going to be my. That's going to be yeah, my guess. I know. Especially if they get Loki in it. If Loki becomes a giant <laughs> robot, they'll be like, oh, I, you know, you already have me. If it was a giant Loki robot, <laughs> giant and it, Loki. then you then you bring back Heimdall. All the ladies will be like, like Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I would watch that movie. Yeah. So, um, moving on to uh, other sequels that we didn't know about supposedly, but oh yeah, yeah, um, Last of Us. Which if if no one. I mean, I, Joe, did you play Last of Us? I did. I loved it. It was good. It was spectacular. Like, yeah. and it was just, and it was a sucker punch. And it's just like the entire time, it's just like you get the sense of dread that it's like, I like these people. I like them almost too much. Something is going to happen to them. And really, really good gameplay. If you have not played it yet, um, if you're on the fence about it, uh, it's on the PlayStation 3. There's also the remastered version on PlayStation 4. Um, phenomenal game. Amazing storytelling. And just really gameplay creepy. solid too. Creepy. Surprisingly enough, it's one of those games like I don't play story based games multiplayer, but I played Last of Us multiplayer actually quite a bit. I didn't get a chance to play multiplayer because I ended up picking up a used copy, so that code uh, was burned. Yeah, which that will tie into a discussion we're going to have later. Okay. Where yeah, we'll um, talk about yeah, that later. It's r- but we <laughs> angry but, gamer Paul um, coming soon. Foreshadowing here on Evasion of the Podcast. But uh, Nolan North, uh, who uh, does a lot of voice acting in video games. Uh, he did Joel in Last of Us. Uh, he did um, Nathan Drake. Uh, not, a lot of work with Naughty Dog. And then most recently, like what we're going to talk about probably in a few minutes, uh, he replaced <laughs> Peter Dinklage in Destiny as the voice of your sidekick, Ghost. Yeah. Um, so there was an interview with him online, and he basically kind of slipped up. And I, I mean, I'm going to play it a little, like a little well, clip. What's being played here isn't him. It's um, it's some developers for the game. I don't oh, think I thought it's the this voice was actor. Him. Um, it's some people that are doing like a Q and A for their. Oh no developers. no no wait! Um, I think he might have slipped up earlier, and he denied it. And like I know I know Troy Baker also is a voice actor. He's like, yeah, that's not happening. And this is a Q and A that some uh, some of the Naughty Dog guys had, 
and we'll just play for you real quick what they said. Uh, was led up by uh, Eric here, uh, and uh, the and all the facial animation in the Uncharted games and the first The Last of Us. Uh, did they say the first of Last of Us? The first of The Last of Us. Uh, the Last of Us. The first Last of Us. The Last of Us was uh, also keyframe animation. Um, yeah. And so did you do Left Behind too? Or? So that was Josh Shear. Uh, he um, <laughs> poor guy. That sounds like me that, being like, I don't what? No, uh, yeah, uh, I don't that, know what's going on. That was on YouTube um, from an interview. They had, I think they did it today or they did it recently, but it just like came out today. But it's all buzz over the internet, like that they accidentally outed that Last of Us Two is going to be made, which isn't too big of a surprise. But it's always cool when something gets announced. Well, considering that Naughty Dog pretty much said, "Well, we told a complete story. We don't want to go back and." I don't. Did you play it all the way through? Yeah, I did. I don't think it's a complete story. I, I I'm like. And I know we talk about the spoiler button all the time. I'm not going to talk about an no, iota I know that. I, yeah, this is I, one of those ones. I'm like, if, I don't if you haven't played it, it, you better play it. Like, if you have a it. PlayStation Three or Four, yeah. uh, you need to you owe it yourself to check out The Last of Us. Yeah. Um, but creepy fungus people, <laughs> which that's funny. It'll tie into our next story. Oddly yeah. enough, <laughs> creepy fungus people. Yeah, those the well, a lot of connections. Clickers were show. definitely creepy, but oh my goodness, yeah. Like the the game didn't shy away. Like if you screwed up, it was like done, game over. Yep. Let's just show you guy die horribly for a second, and it just, it's frustrating and but, amazing. But to Josh's defense, with that interview, like I know they did put out what was the last what was the expansion for the there last was like list? a little DLC. It was um, a well, I forget what it was called, but it was like um, it was the the like a prequel story yeah. involving the girl. So that like to his defense, he may have been in the mind frame of thinking about like, the left DLC. Behind. Was that was called Left Behind? Those like or like something like that? Something right? like that. Yeah. But um, he may have been referring to that as like this, not the sequel, but he may be saying when he said the first Last of Us. Because yeah. they worked on it multiple times, so he may have been doing that. But at the same time, like when he, the panic that's rising in his voice as he's trying to talk he's about like, it, oh no, I'm going to be sitting down with somebody tomorrow in an office. <laughs> yeah, well, it was like what was it a few years ago? There was a, a tour of um, a EA Redwood Studio, I think, and they they captured just a, a marquee for Dead Space Three before it was announced. Mm. And EA is like, that's not happening. And it was like clearly you see it in the background of a shot as they're just like talking to somebody. It's like, oh, of course that's not happening. Yeah. So I'm sure there's going to be more because with these games, these experiences, they want to come kind of present them the way they want to. But I don't know. Like this is one that it, 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 there was no question that people want more of this. So I think that's exciting that they kind of inadvertently, you know, it's kind of like ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, on to speaking of scary mushroom people. Uh, this week marks the 30th birthday of Super Mario Brothers and G.I. Joe. We just thought it'd be fun to bring them both out. G.I. Joe and Super Mario Brothers turned uh, 30 in the same week, more or less. So, 1985. Uh... Yeah. There's two for, for both of them. Yeah, Happy... well, I got this for the G.I. Joe real quick. G.I. Joe! Real manly right there. So, we got that. And the Mario. Dude. Yeah. There you go. So right. Joe now just got like really t- large and can barely fit into the studio. It's crazy. Ah. Um, so My voice is... No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I think it's just worth mentioning just because of me again. Uh, what was it? Super Mario Maker just came out for the Wii U. Yeah. And people are going nuts about that. And it's a lot of like level editing from the, like Mario Brothers and um, Super Mario 3 and like all those like games people love. Yeah. One of the coolest things I saw was um, like other game developers using Mario Maker. So you get to see these people who do make games, like what they would do with their Mario. I think one of the coolest ones I saw was uh, one of the producers from the original Castlevania did a Mario Maker. And it was kind of neat because, like, it was obviously set in a castle-esque setting and there was a lot of, like, 
Castlevania-esque type things. Like, there were a lot of boos, and there were a lot of, like, you know... Boos, B-O-O-S. B-O-O-S. No, like, the little ghost guys, you know, and the big boos and all that stuff. And then there was, uh, I think, some Hammer Brothers to give you the feel of how a lot of those... uh, Remember the skeletons in Castlevania that would throw their bones? Yes. So, kind of like that. So, it was kind of cool. And then you couldn't finish the level no matter what you did. No. Probably- my, my bane was always those Medusa heads. Yeah. The ones that would zigzag, and I knew yeah. it was a zigzag. Well, that, that, that reminds me of like the original Ninja Gaiden, where it's like stupid uh, birds, don't, stupid exploding birds don't for no reason. Don't get me started about it's Ninja like Gaiden. You knew they were coming, and then you'd be like, I'm going to back up a second, if, and then still move forward, and they'd still be there. <laughs> if I learned anything about being a ninja from Ninja Gaiden, it's that if, if anything touches you, fly eight feet backwards. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much that. And you can throw Ninja Stars that are the same size as yourself. At enemies. That's also why I learned about being a ninja from Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So um, I, Mario is an important part of people's lives, and it's not going away anytime soon, not just because Nintendo keeps making Mario games, but I really think that, like, 85, what was I was six, and uh, that was, we're talking about Super Mario Brothers. No, Mario Brothers. I'm sorry. The original arcade game Mario Brothers, I think, is what came out in 85. I thought it was Super, no, Super Mario Brothers. Oh, Super Mario Brothers? That was yeah. for Nintendo, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay, because there was Mario Brothers before that, which was just the two of them running around the sewer, kicking yeah. things and everything, right? So I think that was eighty four, eighty three. Oh, okay, that shows you what I know. Then they got super, which I don't know what that even means. the mushrooms. Got oh, okay, them super. So the drugs, the, the drugs. Yeah, so it's it's bit, always the drugs. You have the success with Mario Brothers, and then the drugs and the women show up, and then before you know it, you're super, but you're really on coke. I, I think because I mean, like, do you remember when you first got your NES? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I remember it was like whatever Christmas. I think it was the Christmas after Nintendo. Like so, it was like a year later, right? And I had a twenty six hundred that had uh, completely just fallen apart. So I, I just, and my family, I didn't think they could afford a Nintendo, so I didn't ask for one. And so <laughs> I um, open for Christmas morning, I open another twenty six hundred, and I'm like, yay! And then I immediately opened the next box, which is a Nintendo, and I never looked at the twenty six hundred again. It was kind of like, guess I don't need this anymore. Did you grab it and run around like? <laughs> Yeah, and then I fell down. Like I, I, I t- like I, I'm sure I was excited, and I probably fell over some presents, and that was that. So <laughs> I don't know. It was exciting because it was that, that, and it was the. I think that Nintendo's greatest move was putting a interesting platformer in there, as well as the light gun game, and then you were hooked. Like yeah. it didn't matter how many games you didn't have, you had Mario. When, when when I got my NES, I got it for Christmas, and I didn't get the complete set. I didn't get the gun or the bundle game. The okay, Com- Super Mario. Oh. It was just the game, but then uh, I got Castlevania with it. That was the first game. So, oh, like, well, there you go. Castlevania, like, I, I want to say it was, like, Christmas at 86 or 87, 86, I think. I sat down, and I played Castlevania for, like, four hours. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't even open the rest of my presents. My mom was like, what, what really? <laughs> like, I bought you this stuff, too, and That's I'm funny. just like, I'm Dracula. Like, yeah, I, I'm just trying <laughs> to remember, like, uh, I only owned a few games growing up for Nintendo because we just couldn't afford them, and it was like... I didn't have a lot of It was Nintendo like Super, Super Mario Brothers, Duck Hunt. Uh, Gunsmoke, which I still love, and then of course Mega Man two and three. Those are like the only ones I, I rented really the crap owned. out of Nintendo games though. Yeah, like, oh my goodness. all the time. There was a um, a laundromat in my hometown that rented out Nintendo games. Like that's yeah. all. Like it's like no, it was a dry cleaner. It was a dry yeah. cleaner. That re- like why? Why would you do that? Like why? I guess that was a thing to do. Well, the Dairy Mart drug marts used to rent them out too. I remember my dad would go to Dairy Mart drug mart for something. And they had a small section. It was like a small bookshelf of just video games. And I remember when Super Mario Brothers 3 came in, and my dad would go kind of like shopping. He would get like cigarettes or something and like 
I don't know what else uh, scratch off some parents get. <laughs> <laughs> parents, important parent parents, yeah, yeah, parent parent things. And I would literally go walk over there and just sit and wait for the Mario game to come back. Like I <laughs> like if somehow I was following him around the store and somebody returned it and I missed it, I'd be so mad. So he would like he I would walk in, I would just stand by it. I'd be like, I got to get this Super Mario. 3 That's now. awesome. Yeah, so. it's, we had a Seven Eleven that would rent games out too. So I guess we didn't really have like a everybody a, got in on that. Business. It, it, yeah. Yeah. You're right. It was it was yeah. weird. But so, yeah, Mario's a big part of our lives. G.I. Joe is also a big part of our lives, too, just because it felt like a grown-up thing to be watching as a kid. Cause my it's name's like, Joe, so yeah. Well, there you go. That's Then that's why you were named as because of G.I. Joe. And my name's Paul because my parents didn't like G.I. Joe. I don't know. Or the they like the Beatles. You know, G.I. Joe was uh, initially pitched as S.H.I.E.L.D. Like for? Marvel. Like G.I. Joe was pitched mm-hmm. to Marvel? Hydra was supposed to be Cobra. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. And, yeah. and and somehow Marvel scrapped it, scrapped the idea of the characters, not the specific characters, but the idea of a world peacekeeping organization. And everybody had these cool code names. Okay. And they had different kind of like, you know, like Duke and uh, Snake Eyes and all that stuff. And it was like S.H.I.E.L.D. But then they were like, no. Like, like Nick Fury was pretty much Duke. Yeah, that makes sense. And then and then they kind of scrapped it, and then Hasbro got a hold of it. I don't remember. I don't remember how, but then Hasbro just ran with it. And they're like toys, TV show, and then Marvel's like, great. Well, let's do Shield and Hydra. So that's <laughs> kind of like, yeah, like, I guess that makes yeah. sense. Uh, so I found on here on Wikipedia there is a listing of the different Joes that showed up in the original cartoon in the eighties. So I just wanted to go through some of these names, yeah, real quickly, just to, so you know, like uh, you got um, Hawk. Uh, Scarlet, Snake Eyes, you know all that, right? There's one called Steeler, and it's spelled like Pittsburgh Steelers. Like mm-hmm. I don't know what he did. Probably stole stuff. Probably, but he did. But it's not stole. It's not spelled like someone who steals. It's, it's oh S T E E. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Zap, which I think he went on to become an American Gladiator. Um, yeah. Cover Girl. Uh, what else we got on here? Oh God, I see where um, that was going. Yeah, Tripwire. Tripwire, um, I vaguely remember. Snow Job. We all remember that. Snowjob. Everybody knows Snow Job. That was the greatest trick anybody ever played with a cartoon. Yeah. Uh, Ricondo. Um, what else we got on here? There's is that like ones. a guy? Is that like a, a, a Latino guy that does recon? Yeah, he's, he's listed as a jungle trooper, so I think you're oh. right. Uh, crankcase. Uh, what else we got on here? Frostbite. Frostbite, um, I remember. Th- this one, Quick Kick. Quick that's, a, kick. that's a stupid name. Quick Kick was the karate guy. He was around for a little while. Yeah, it's uh, like he pretty much his outfit was he had a headband and a pair of black karate gis. You're not winning me over. Um, like he here. didn't even wear a shirt. Like there's laser guns. You don't got a shirt on. Yeah. Come on. I mean, not that armor would really do anything with the laser guns. I mean, nobody can hit you, but so you might as well not wear a shirt. But Tollbooth is another one. No, that's, are I'm you not, serious? I'm not making that up. He was uh, the bridge layer driver. Remember the the bridge? Like yeah, 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 yeah. I had that. It's like, that's a stupid name to get. And then <laughs> this one, Beachhead, probably means way something different now. Than no, Beachhead what, was uh, pretty... Beachhead trained all the new recruits in G.I. Joe you know much more about the Joe universe than he, I do. He was, I, he was weird because he always had a ski mask on. I'm like, this dude's got to be hot. <laughs> like, he, you remember, remember Dial Tone? Yeah, I remember Dial Tone. Yeah, he's obsolete now. Like, yeah, totally. <laughs> I remember else? that bridge layer thing, and I remember when I was a kid and I found out that it was like a real thing that the military used. Yeah. And then I was thinking to myself... Like later when I was older, I'm like, how many crevasses did they encounter that they had to create an entire vehicle to get over? <laughs> and also, like that's a very limited size. Like if if your if your yeah. valley's a little bit longer than that, your vehicle is completely useless. And if it's way too small, then you just wasted all that manpower just to put a, a hump there. Yeah. Um, fast draw, hard top. What else we got in here? Uh, crazy legs. 
and chuckles. There's some. I just feel like I remember chuckles. Yeah. yeah. Um, Outback. I'm guessing he's Australian. Uh, sneak peek. That sounds creepy. That does sound really yeah. creepy. Uh, he's the one who's always spying on Cobra. <laughs> yeah. Starduster. That was the uh, that was the Disco Joe that you didn't know about. Um, yeah. Right. Anyway, I just I just, I just found I just, there's a whole list of names on here. I'm just like, oh, you got it. Skidmart. Damn it. Yeah, and, and he's probably not with the Joes anymore. But All anyway, right. so uh, and that's enough about uh, celebration of Joes. So, so we got two more, two more Joe related things here. Though. Oh, look at this! This show's all connected right now. So we got this. Thirteen weeks till Star Wars Episode Seven comes out. Oh my goodness! So, what's what's your what's your stat fact? Your stat wonderful... fact. Um, so. I'm going to go back to the uh, the new trilogy because you were teasing me because I didn't talk about the new trilogy that much. <laughs> the trilogy that will not be named. The trilogy that will not be named. No. So, <laughs> Phantom Menace. Um, Phantom Menace and uh, uh, Padme Amidala, she, in the movie, she she snuck around as her handmaiden. Okay. You know, and yeah. then everybody was kind of like the queen on the ship. Well, the queen on the ship was actually her handmaiden, okay. which we yep. found out later, you know, when they go to the Gungan City. That was actually Kira Knightley. Which a lot of people don't know because her name was never associated with the movie. I didn't know that. And so because of the makeup, you can't really tell, but she looks a lot like Natalie, Natalie Portman. Portman. Yeah, so, that's funny. Yeah, that was Keira Knightley. Her character's name was Sab Sabe or S A B E Swami. Swami. I don't know. Samsonite. But yeah, so she was in she was in Queen Amidala makeup the whole time, and she was never really addressed other than that. Is that a kind of almost like an extra? Huh, that's kind of funny. So. That's that's a considering you're right. They did they did look a lot alike, and actually people could flip them around for one or the other. That's mm-hmm. that's a that's a good fun fact there, Joe. Thank you. So, did you have comics this week you want to talk about? Um, I didn't read much this week, but I I had so much from Labor Day I can talk. So yeah. Okay, so we'll do this. That's right. When I was your age, television was called books. So, uh, I'm reading. Uh, I'm, you know, we're big Spider-Man or big Spider-Man fans, but I'm reading um, Spider-Man: Renew Your Vows, which um, is kind of like a pocket battle world thing that's going on in Secret War. Okay, it's like a standalone story uh, that's taking place in the fragmented Marvel universe of Battle World, and basically the story of that little universe is is that um, Peter Parker and Mary Jane are still married, and they have a daughter named Annie, and um, she's got spider powers, of course, uh, but. There's a villain in Manhattan who's basically like Siler from Heroes. Okay. And he's he's taking everyone's power. Like, he's killed tons of heroes. And then he keeps some of the villains around as his little goon squad to collect people that are hidden. So Spider-Man's been in hiding for years and trying to keep his family safe. And then somehow Venom comes back and he breaks in because he knows who Peter is. And there's okay. a whole tussle with Venom for, like, the first two episodes, or issues. And then, and then it focuses on this guy trying to catch Spider-Man to get his power set to steal it and kill him and take okay. his power away. Um, so it's really interesting because I like I'm a big fan of the the Mary Jane Peter Parker uh, relationship, and I think it's cool that you know they have a kid and and, and I, I feel like it's a, a not a one up but like a a win for Spider-Man finally that he can have a family. Do you think that's going to roll into the when they reorganize the Marvel Universe where it's like? He's going to be the family man, and then Miles Morales is going to be the main Spider-Man? I think that would be really cool, because they are going to keep Amazing Spider-Man with Peter. Um, and then, like, I would like to see, out of Secret Wars, I would like to see MJ and Peter stay together, even if they keep... You know, that'd be cool if they keep their daughter. Even though right now, 
uh, all of Marvel is just running rampant with Spider everything, especially Spider Women, because you have uh, Spider Gwen, uh, Gwen Stacy in an alternate universe becomes Spider Spider Woman, Spider Girl, and then um, Silk, who is also a big um, connected new character to Spider Man. But I think this would be a cool uh, segue to bring when they end Secret Wars to to bring the new universe together. I think mm-hmm. it would be cool to see. You know, Peter stay as the family man, but still like that elder um, superhero who's a, a mentor to Miles. And then at the same time, he's kind of like, you know, I'm going to spend more time, well, hopefully more time with the family, and, and then I'm going to go do superhero stuff sometime. Well, and also, then they have the whole big storyline, too, where he actually, or this is a different universe, where he had Parker Industries or something. The- yeah, that was what was going on in 616 before it ended, because not uh, not to get too on a topic, but like, uh Doc Ock, when he took over his body, he started Parker Industries because um, he had a lot more drive. And, I don't want to say driver and ambition, but he was more of a business person than Peter was, so he created <laughs> it. And then when Peter took his body back over, he was like, oh, great, I have this whole scientific business now that I don't really know how to run. It's like, God damn it, Doc Ock. I think, like, I think my favorite thing when Doc Ock took over and he realized that uh, Peter never got his PhD. He was like so pissed. He's like You're so smart. He's like you don't have a PhD. He's like and then he's like I'm gonna fix this. And he went and got another PhD just to show how smart Doc Ock was. That's funny. So yeah, definitely. Um, I know we're we're always gonna be pro Spider Man's on the show. Um, yeah, check it out. Uh, and if there's any, I hesitate to to get in, down this rabbit hole. But like if if people are on the fence about what Spider Man to jump into, maybe not necessarily renew your vows, but. Definitely go back, grab um, grab Gangs of the Ultimate Universe stuff. Grab uh, there's some good good jumping on points just to know what Spider Man's about and get into the, the comics that way. Yeah. I think anything in the early '90s would be good. Also, yeah, um, mid '80s if you want to go back far. If you want to go well, back, and sooner. I even know like uh, Carol Johnson stuff. They have this big compendiums. They're like the Central uh-huh. Spider Man stuff. So that's a good to, to jump in there and get like your feet wet. Yeah. You know? So, so um, all right. So that was uh, Joe talking about comics, which we always appreciate. And now on to this. And now for our feature presentation. And one day I will stop announcing what's happening before it happens. Uh, We're just going to surprise the hell out of you. Yeah, I'm going to start just pressing buttons. It's going to be crazy. So this week, um, the Destiny of Taken King came out. Um, oh, I remember this. What? <laughs> the, the No, the music. They changed it. They did, and so... Like, the uh, first time I, I, um, I fired it up and they changed it, I was like, what's going on? I, I was trying to find music from The Taken King, but guess what? It's really hard to find right now because oh, the yeah. game just came out, was it yesterday, officially, right? It came out on the 15th, yeah. yeah so so. It, it's the first official true expansion to Destiny, so, which is yeah. the, the first-person shooter. And, and I don't know if you know about the, the issues that it had with the lawsuits, with them trying to get... Well, the that, game out. that's going to be, I think that's going to tie into a lot of like what I'm going to talk about in okay. terms of like, so basically the big well, thing is people are waiting for this expansion for a while and it, it Joe's been playing it. Te- I, I have not. There's Technically <laughs> this is destiny Two because okay. like what they originally had planned was they were going to put out destiny on the 360 over two years ago. It came out a year ago in September. So it's the game has been out for a year. Um, and if you don't know what destiny is, Destiny's basically, it's a first-person shooter game um, that's very futuristic. It's set into a far future. Uh, it's local, meaning it's Earth, Venus, Mars, the moon. Um, but it's kind of almost like a, I don't want to say dystopian society. Oh, no, it is, because like the whole, all of Earth is kind of screwed up, but there's like one last remaining city. There's like, like one city. bastion of city because of uh, something called 
the traveler. The, no, the dark. Well, the dark. The, fo- the follower or the, tra- the traveler. Tra- traveler. The traveler. There's this sphere called the traveler that basically saves all of humanity and it protects them, kind of on Earth in a small little stronghold. And then all these other evil forces out in the galaxy that are working against humanity and the traveler are trying to. Sn- I don't want to say snuff. Maybe snuff out the light of humanity. So you play a guardian because there are several guardians in the game. One of several guardians who is there to protect humanity and the light. And so your missions are to go out and, and protect humanity and fight back the darkness. So uh, Bungie, who created Halo, which yep. is a popular franchise. Halo, um, uh, it has a very Halo-esque feel with the armors, the guns, things like that. The, where, the way that it differentiated was that they took it the MMO route. Like, they made it like a... With character progression stats. Yes. And the ways to improve yourself you, with gear and weapons. You weren't just Master Chief, or you just you weren't just one guy picking up guns, but everything stayed statically the same. You had different abilities and different gun types, and when you killed a monster, it could drop something that you could go... Uh, like a blueprint you could go get a new gun for that would, you know, have a different type of, like, stability for firing or a different mm-hmm. rate of fire. So it, it mixed it up a little bit. Um, and then, like, when it first started, it had a very, I don't want to say vanilla feel to it of an MMO, but it wasn't very complex. As the expansions came out, like, the the missions that you did required multiple people, like an MMO. So you had a lot of group interaction, mm-hmm. um, raids and things like that, like people are used to in things like World of Warcraft, where you would get, uh, I think it maxed out, maxed out at six people per team. You get six people and you would go fight a boss somewhere in a they called them strikes yeah you go into a strike and there was puzzle solving i mean it wasn't just like hey there's a big monster everybody use your guns and shoot it like call of duty you had to use different types of guns you had to change your guns out you had to use guns with certain types of damage and weapons so there was a strategy to it and then some of these people you had to do things like a puzzle like you had to stand in a certain spot to make that boss weaker so you could hurt it Hmm. but then you had to make sure that you know, you didn't get killed in that spot, so you needed to move around in and out, or you had to kind of like coordinate as a team. Like three people needed to be over here, two people over here, okay. taking care of like uh, random bad guys that came at you while still focusing. So it it emphasized and it gave you the team effort. Um, of course, it had a, P, a player versus player environment where you could fight against other people, kind of like how Call of Duty is so popular. Yeah, but. Um, that's basically the gist of distant des- that destiny. So, so okay, um, so the, the the official like true sequel slash expansion came out. Yeah. Uh, so the original game came out last year. Um, I went in and bought it. Like um, I, I paid sixty bucks. I got it. Joe got it as well. We we got it on different systems. He got Xbox One. I got PS4. So we'll never ever cross paths, unfortunately. However, he's been way more into it than I have been, which is fine because I mean, like people like what they like, and then. And the gameplay, like the actual firing mechanics, all that, really tight. Like even from day one, the game, the, the shooting felt right. Yeah. And that's a hard thing to get sometimes. It's kind of one of those things where you don't know it's off, but you can always feel if it is or not. And yeah. and, and Bungie knows that. So my point is, um, shortly after the game released, I'm saying within what the first three months, the first DLC, which they called expansion, it was um, was it House House of Wolves or Dark? Below? It was the Dark Below that came out. So you pretty much knew that that was ready to go at the initial game yeah. launch, but they just held it back. You pay extra for that. And well, even the, House of Wolves, I felt, was kind of quick. Yeah, and then after that, the House of Wolves. So, And those are things you had to pay for. And then now Destiny, the Taken King's coming out. I jump back into Destiny. I figure, you know what, I'll try to see what's going on because they've changed some systems, they've changed some things. 
and I'm sure Joe will talk about that more in a moment. Um, however, well, I have I have just not yeah. to get too far. I have a top ten list that I'm going to rattle off in a minute, and okay. then I'm going to elaborate on those with you. So okay. Go so ahead. should should you do your list before I go into my big beef? Yeah, before you go into your big beef, okay. we'll, we'll go into the list. So big beef. It, like for people that have played Destiny or have not. Um, you know, and I'll elaborate on why these are my top tens. Like, what you know, if you do play Destiny, you know what I'm talking about. Probably, if you don't, then then do I'll you need a pencil it. to tap while you're talking, no. like David Letterman. So, top ten, top ten things I like about the new the new Destiny expansion. Uh, number ten, faction packages. So, like every other multiplayer, massive multiplayer thing, there's factions in the game, meaning there's groups that you can ally yourself with that are not players. And if you do things for them, like missions, they give you perks. So they'll okay. give you guns. They'll give you uh, different color shaders for your armor so you can look different. Um, but you kind of have to – you would always have to ally with them, and you would have to put something on, and then you would have to go st- do stuff. So now with this one, it's like you sign up. It doesn't cost anything, but it locks you in for a week. Okay. So for that week, everything you do is faction-related. So it's almost like a commitment. So you have to be more um, choosy. So it gives you – it. it, it it's a good and a bad thing. It's a bad thing because you don't have that option to always just be like, well, I don't want to help these guys now. I want to help these guys. Yeah. So it makes you pick and choose more. Um, nine, uh, the XP is is now like every other MMO. For like the first year, Destiny relied on the light system where it's like if you got a piece of gear, uh, like a helmet, it had what called were light points. And your light points would, if you collected so many of these light points on this on the gear, it's like a stat. It would raise your light level, and you would be level 32, 33, 34, mm-hmm. and that would dictate how you got into different types of uh, raids and yeah. scenarios. Now it's all completely based on experience. So qu- missions, bounties, killing things, that is what bus- uh, buffs your level up. Okay. Um, the light still does play into a factor of how much damage you can deal and take, um, but it's not as, as much of a level factor because a lot of people were kind of stuck like... I can't go get this or I can't go get this because... Well, and that was part of the reason why I stepped away from the game initially was that you hit your level cap, which is like the hard level cap. Well, it's called soft level cap because you can go beyond it. Mm-hmm. But it required a commitment and knowing people and knowing how to get in the content. And the people that I would play with, like we had different work schedules. And, and also, like there wasn't a way to not always queue randomly with other people. Some of you had to actually make a party and go do it. Yeah. And it's like, I don't have time for this. Like, right. I already play WoW, and I already know that's enough of like trying to find groups to do things. And, well, and it's just, it was like, how many times can I do this in the game? So I kind of stepped away from it. It's still not as good as WoW is looking for a group, but it's gotten a lot better. Where if you just jump into orbit and you're like, I want to do this, but I'm by myself, it'll put you with people for certain things. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to talk about that here yeah. in a second. So, um, so yeah. number number eight is the armo, armo, armor, armo. armor universal crafting material in exchange. So prior to this... If you, there are three classes in the game. There's hunters, warlocks, and titans, and each of them have different abilities. But primarily, they're going to shoot guns. Mm-hmm. Um, the equipment that they wear was all specific to them, meaning you couldn't you couldn't get something for a hunter and put it on a warlock. You still can't do that. But now, when you break things down to for material parts that you need to level your gear up, it's universal. Okay. And what what why that's a big deal is because like if I, it allows you to have three three character classes, you can make all three character classes. If I made if like my main guy's a warlock, if mm-hmm. I wanted to make a hunter, I would have to grind and play as much as I did on my warlock just to get the pieces parts to level up my hunter for his gear. Now 
I can take that stuff that my warlock has broken down and give it to my hunter to level his gear up. So okay. it's a little bit easier. It's 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 nicer to manage. And I think a lot of people were pigeonholed because I remember I made a Titan as my second character, and I was like, I was like, okay, so I need I, I got the gear, but I can't level it up because I need to go get little like like crappy gear to break down to level this up. And it was like I can't use all the stuff. I had like a stack of five hundred of these things on my warlock, but I couldn't use them on my Titan. So. Okay. Kind of frustrating. Um, level seven or number seven? Level, level seven. Level seven. Number seven is they have a gunsmith guy who's just a generic gun vendor in the game, and they finally made him a little bit more interactive with the players. Um, okay. Aside from when you first walked in the door and he gave you like a little newbie gun, a little shotgun to go play with, you almost never interacted with the guy. Now you can go get what are called field test weapons from him. And it's almost like you get a gun that has a quest on it. Like, go shoot so many of these specific guys in the head. Or only kill this type of guy with this gun. Once you complete that, you kind of level his faction up. And okay. then you can do requests for a gun that you get every week. So you oh. can kind of get an order for a really nice gun. So if you complete the quest form throughout the week, you can pick and choose and be like, you know what, I want you to get me a legendary shotgun or something like that. And then it gets delivered, I think, on Wednesdays, every Wednesday. You get... <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Like, my buddy my buddy got it, and he's like, he's like, why don't I have this? And he's like, oh, he's like, I won't get it till next week, it says. I'm like, oh. But it's kind of neat because they actually incorporate him more in that. Does he give you, like, a tracking number to follow where it's at in the universe? Yeah. You're like, <laughs> oh, no, that's, that, that's, that's my other... All right. Um, can I pick it up at a facility on the moon? Is that yeah? yeah. I want to be by uh, Venus later. Will that yeah. be fine? Like says it was signed for. Who signed for it? <laughs> um, so number six is the bounty system. So bounties are pretty much like your quests um, that you can pick up to do little missions. Like go, go kill twenty of these guys. Go shoot thirty of these guys in a head. Mm-hmm. You know that type of thing that's always popular in these games. Um, so they increased the number to 16 that you can hold. I think before you can only hold like 12. Okay, well, that's good. Um, and it doesn't feel like you're kind of picking and choosing. Like, I got to get rid of one to take another. So it was like, the other thing that they did that I like is you no longer have to go back to your little headquarters to turn them in. You could just turn them in like that. Okay. So there's no running back. Be like, okay, let's stop what we're doing, guys. I got to go clear out my little bounty uh, inventory and pick up new ones. No, just... Turn them in, you're done, you get the experience right away. Um, that's really nice. Uh, number five that I like about it is PvP has improved. Um, they did better epic drop rates. When you do player versus player stuff, you do get gear and loot. Okay. So if you kill people in player versus player, at the end of the matches, everybody is awarded some loot. And um, they increase the drop rate, meaning uh, you have a better chance of getting epic gear like legendary guns, legendary armor. Um, it it was really tough because, like, you would see one maybe every couple of hours. Somebody would get, like, one piece. So I, I haven't played any PvP since it came out, but um, that's one of the things they did. Uh, they also put in, like, um, uh, a new uh, clash, a new game type called Mayhem Clash, which I haven't played yet. And then they put another thing in called Mercy Roll, which if you're getting your, your butt kicked royally um, or if your team leaves you and you're, like, it's, like, one on five, okay. they'll, they'll just Mercy Roll it, which is kind of nice. Um, number four, uh, ghosts as gear. So your little sidekick, um, he's in your inventory and for the longest time he had like a little area for items, but you couldn't get anything. So they finally put stuff in where you can get shells for your ghost that are like trinkets that'll increase your stats. Hmm. Um, they also put these things in called artifacts, which are almost kind of like rings or amulets or things extra like 
slots you can carry. And they give you a little bit of stats, but they also give you kind of cool things like um, uh, you, you, you may be able to see treasure chests on your radar. Or you may be able to see resources like uh, the little things you gather on your radar. Hmm. So it gives you kind of little extra perks. So I thought that was kind of cool because they gave a new slot for things that you can kind of like customize your your guy for. Because like in the first year, it was always um, it was always like a um, like you had this specific set of gear, and if you changed it out, you just were not as effective. Okay. So it gives you some more customization because if you weren't wearing all the raid gear, forget it. Like you weren't going to be doing any, anything else, so it kind of gives you gives you some more customization, oh, dude, that, which I that like. Sounds like early World of Warcraft. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, number three, uh, number three favorite thing: swords. <laughs> <laughs> so they put swords in the game, which like like Halo. If you've ever played Halo with the energy swords, mm-hmm. kind of similar. Uh, they put like these the one of the bad guys are called the Hive, and they have these big hulking, like almost like cloud strife um buster swords where they're just these big um nasty swords so you can actually equip one permanently as a heavy weapon because you have three different weapons you okay have a, a sidearm like a secondary weapon a primary weapon and a heavy weapon so you can actually use a sword as a heavy weapon now which is kind of neat i haven't gotten mine yet but there is a mission to do it and um once i break down i'll probably have it done tomorrow but <laughs> that doesn't help right now uh number two my well, the sword se- won't be delivered for a week and a half though <laughs> yeah my second favorite thing is cinematic skip scenes can or cinematic scenes can be skipped. <laughs> Anybody that's played this game and they've done multiple missions over again or they've done something in the story mode where they have to go back because other things will make you revisit things. There's always a cutscene where your character talks and, and hangs out with people and you have to sit through the whole thing before you can be done with it. Finally, after a year, you can hit B and just skip it <laughs> because I don't know how many times I've seen the scene where you go to the moon and you open these doors and Tyrion or uh, Tyrion, Tyrion, Peter Dinklage says you've woken the hive, and and it's like I've probably done that scene at least fifty times because it's a great place to get one type of quest done. So you can finally skip that. And the number one thing that I'm happy about with this is the storytelling in Nathan Fillion. Okay, so. When Destiny first came out, there were a lot of jokes about how bad the story was, and it's starting to kind of come out about why. Well, that that gets to so you you had your list of things. So uh, when I played Destiny originally, it's like one of those things where there was a little bit of story, but they had these things called um, what the Grimoire, um, the Grimoires. Yeah. yeah, it's all these little cards and everything that you can access on a website aside from the game and read about the story mm-hmm. outside the game. And it's like that's not. I don't care about that. Give me information in the game. At least Mass Effect has the codex that actually reads stuff out loud to you when you flip through it. Right. You know, and it's like, so there was well, a story there, but you just didn't know what it was, and you just didn't give a shit as you played. I think they did a really good job, not so much with the story, but even the voice actors. Like, in the first Destiny, all you really had was Peter Dinklage kind of narrating the whole thing for you. Yeah. Nolan North does a good job as the ghost in this, is trying to tell you. And, and I have to honestly say, I, I think Dinklage is better as the ghost. But, oh. Yeah. I kind of miss Dinklage. So he kind of had a, like a more I don't know I don't want to say mature but like Nolan North is very C three po three C three poe I don't know anyway but <laughs> but what I like is like the cutscenes in the new one it's like it incorporates the characters from the game that were kind of just like standing in the background all the time okay so like anytime there was like any type of uh, 
uh, discussion to your character, it was always Dinklage narrating it to your character. It was very little of the other characters saying anything to you. Mm-hmm. Now you go back to the tower and you talk to Nathan Fillion's character, who's called Cade Six. He's like the hunter mentor. And then um, Ikora Ray is the warlock mentor, and then Commander Zavala is the titan mentor. So these three guys are kind of like the head honchos of the headquarters, more or less. But Fillion, I feel like they were just like, just be yourself. Because <laughs> that guy, his character is hilarious. Like, not like a funny, funny, but if anybody knows who Nathan Fillion is, he gives, he gives his typical Nathan Fillion comments. And they, and they even have, like, from the first expansion, um, there is a character... Uh, called Eris Morn, who lived with one of the bad guys, uh, and she went crazy from it, trying to survive with this evil race. And she comes back to forewarn of everything that's happening, and, and she's been in the game since, I think, the first expansion. But uh, her interaction is a lot better, too, with the rest of the people, and she's always trying to warn them, but she's like that crazy person that you're just like, okay, yeah. And Fillion's interaction with her is pretty funny because like, he's basically narrating to you on your missions. He's like, yeah, she says this, uh, whatever that means. Like, <laughs> so you kind of get that, and it was enjoyable to actually go through the story this time. So I was really pleasantly surprised. So, okay, and that, that all sounds well and good, and that's awesome. Sorry, so, I know. It's- <laughs> no, 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 no. So, like, I just, I mean... Joe's giving a lot of reasons he likes what they've done with Destiny, so I'm going to just provide this little bit of like my my initial excitement and then my frustration, and then that will, I guess we'll kind of like this will all pull together in a second. I promise. So I log in with the update because um, I did not buy House of Wolves or The Dark Below, so I just had the base game. Um, I log into this game and, I, and my map is different, and there's like all these blinky lights and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, there's all these things to do now, and I go and it tells me all this cool stuff to go do. And all these places I could go. So I'm like, okay, fine. I'll pick up all these quests to go. I'll go to Mars. I'll go to Venus. Wherever you want me to go, it's fine. It's just like, it's possibilities of fun. I go to the, the those maps and those planets and I see them like, oh, it's a new place. I hover over and it's like, does you do not have the expansion. Uh, you cannot play this game. And it, it's not the Taken King. They're talking about the two the house down, rules, yeah. download content that you and I both know was pretty much ready to go that they just staggered out. And so like, so, uh, and then when I hovered over and hit X, it brought up a screen for me to buy them. And like, I don't care. Like, I, I guess like, I just need to make it clear that if, um, if you tell me that I don't have it cause I didn't pay for it, fine. Don't go giving me breadcrumb quests to go do this stuff and also physically change my map and show me all these icons I cannot get rid of cause they're just gonna sit there and haunt me until I finish them. Yeah. And that just drives me nuts. It's like, I feel like I can, uh, I, I feel like they, they, so, so Bungie, they didn't put out a, a terribly complete game a year ago. And I think everybody can agree to that. Yeah. Like it was very lacking in story and execution. The gameplay was tight and it was like, and it was an interesting world from what you could figure out of it, but it wasn't a complete experience. And with what's coming to light now with all the, the not lawsuit stuff, but it's like, you're basically everyone's like, yeah, we knew that there's a lot we had to change on the fly. So we knew it wasn't perfect. Right. And they have a 10 year plan. So they're, I guess this is their first big, like a sea change to get people like excited for what the game can be great. It was a year later. And now you're asking me um, who was the spurned destiny gamer that paid this money to begin with that. I'm a little bit excited, but I'm not excited enough yet to put my money down and buy the new game coming. Give me the stupid download content to get me to understand why I should buy the next game. Right. And that's my frustration with it. 
Um, and I, know, I can see your front. I, no, no, because I mean, every MMO that's been successful has has spat that out. And I think, I think we've talked about that when when we fir- when you first got mad because like last week you were like I sat down and I couldn't play the game and it's like f this game. <laughs> well, and, it's like you told me you're like, well, every MMO's done that, and you brought up World of Warcraft as an example. I, I will counter that with, um, so like whenever every time they put out the, a new expansion, they pretty much make everything that came before base. And that's what you have, right? So um, you can get to that level cap. You can play all that content. But but you need to buy the next one to get to that point. So, But even if you jumped into World of Warcraft, like let's say Wrath of the Lich King, but didn't play till the new one, which is Warlords of Draenor, and there's like four expansions in between, you go back to Wrath of the Lich King, you log in, they're giving you those other three expansions and being like, hey, this is all what we have now. If you want the new one, you have to buy it. So they're not making you buy those additional ones. Well, I think this expansion is probably a true expansion. Yeah, and I think eventually, like those DLCs will become like that. It just because like, like every every day those those things exist now, even especially now that uh, taking kings out, they become worth less to yeah. Bungie. Oh, yeah. So, like, w- w- don't you think like how many people? I mean, I know you have your friends. I know you've been interested in this game, but do you feel like a lot of people are like, screw this, this game isn't complete. I'm done with this for a while. Don't you think is like a good move of like, hey guys. Here's everything we had for year one. Let this like what your appetite, and then go spend the forty dollars more for Taken King. I think that would be that. Just seems like that's the the the, the right move as opposed to telling everybody because like if I never owned Destiny to begin with, and I drop sixty dollars right now, I get everything. Yeah, and I, and I'm not trying to be like cranky old gamer where I'm like I spent sixty dollars a year ago. I shouldn't have to, but it's like I'm not asking for Taken King. I'm just asking for everything before that. And I don't think that's out of the question. I think it'll become available eventually. But like, yeah, Warcraft, a year from now, whenever they put out the new one, and maybe then, not a year, you know. maybe a year. But Warcraft did that too. Like you, like when Wrath of Lich King came out, they weren't like here's Burning Crusade everything. They well, they did though. Like I mean, if you had Vanilla WoW and Wrath of Lich King okay. came out, well, so you so maybe maybe you're right about that a point in time. But they did make that change eventually because because they, they realized like after Wrath of Lich King was a cataclysm. So that was what two expansions on top of the base game. So they realized that's a tough call for someone to be like, hey, you've never played World of Warcraft. Here's 40 for the first game. Here's 40 for this expansion. Here's 40. So, How many years know, was that between that, though? About three, three, four. So, I mean, fine. You have a point. Whatever. That's great. Congratulations. Joe has a point. I Wait. <laughs> don't be mad. I, I understand where you're coming from, though. Angry. You're angry. And the, the breadcrumb thing, I think, is BS. That, that's, that, that, that ultimately is what pisses me off the most is, like, you're showing me because there's there's quest givers I could talk to. They're like, hey, and they gave me quests to right. go take out these things, and I can't do it. And they didn't. I don't think they did that. And I don't know because I, I don't always think had they the did expansions in WoW. In WoW. But, but you, usually you, Warcraft's usually good at like whatever's c- content current. They put all the quest stuff behind that gate of that content. Like the guy would be standing there. You just couldn't talk to him or, or something. Yeah, 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 but yeah. no, they didn't do that. And I think that's a poor marketing thing on Bungie's hat behalf. It feels like it feels like a Facebook game. It feels like Clash of the Clans where it's teasing you with, oh, look, you can do this, but you got to spend money now. And it's like that. It's like, I don't know. You have my 60 bucks. And on top of that, you have to pay for um, either Xbox Live or PlayStation Plus to even get in the game. Right. Because as, just, as, just to see how much I could do a Destiny without having PlayStation Plus active, guess what? Not much. You can log into the main city and you can do, go do patrol quests, but you can't do strikes. You can't do anything. So it's like, I guess I'll just run around the surface of Mars like an idiot for an hour, an hour or two. Right, right. I guess you can't do anything now. Um, however, I will say this, and, and Joe doesn't know this because I didn't talk about it yet um, to him. Uh, last night I was doing some random strike missions because I thought, well, at least I'll try to level. 
leveling is a lot easier. You, you're absolutely right. Like I actually gained two levels last night just from doing a couple strikes. Mm-hmm. That is like worlds and leaps of beyond what it was originally where you had to grind for a bit to even get anywhere in the game. So that was a good feel. Um, one of the strikes I randomly queued up for, which the matchmaking wasn't bad. Like I waited and it actually popped together two other players. We were on our way was one of the strikes from one of the download content. Like I did, um, what, what is it? There, there's something called the Omni This thing just kept oh, yelling the entire time. God, I kept I calling Omnigool. it the Bagul. I kept calling it because it's like, this Jeez. thing would just scream. You know, it's funny. Me and my friend were playing to get Omni is a wizard. We call her a witch. Like it's funny. We had this discussion today. I call her a bagul while we were playing, and it wasn't against Omnigol, but it was against one of the monsters called a, a wizard. Um, and it, me and my, my buddy was like, "We always call them witches, aren't they wizards?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it says wizard, but I mean they scream and they sound very feminine when they scream, so I guess they're that's why we call them witches." Yeah. And he's like, "But, but they're wizards." And I'm like, "Well, they're female." Like we got into this whole discussion. I'm like, "Well, Hermione's a." A, ma- a female wizard. And he's just like, oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's just like, so we got into this whole discussion about this. Mo- like the, and the, the whole prefer- time, I'm like just the preferred like, title of what you should call. I'm this like, thing. I'm out of rockets. I'm like, you're gonna have to take this thing out because yeah. I'm gonna go use. It. Like, but yeah. I, I thought it was interesting that like because I mentioned because I was playing, I had my headset on and talked to a couple buddies of mine who they were playing the Taken King. So of course they weren't gonna come back to my level 23 ass and help me out. They're mm-hmm. like, they, they kept saying over the headset, they're like. Oh, it's so cool. It's so amazing. I'm like, guess I'll just put her around out here in the middle of nowhere for a while. Thanks, guys. And I get it. I'm not mad at them, but it's just like they got the shiny new toy. Really? And I'm playing with like the old and busted from I like a year ago. That's complete. Op- no, I want to say the complete opposite of like my friend when we started playing. It was just like, what the hell am I doing? What is this? Yeah, but, they were, but they've been playing for a while, so they already knew what was going on. So they get to the new game, and they're all like, yeah, this. Well, we all this. have too. Like, yeah. But it's just so funny. Like when like my crew, and we, we all get together, and it's like. You know, we'll, uh, the new stuff comes out, and we're like, where are we going? I don't know. Wait, wait, go up here. And it's like we're <laughs> yeah, completely right? lost. Be like, I found, like, a gun. What What does this do? This is a different type of gun. <laughs> and then everybody's just like, "Are you? where are you at? Oh, I'm getting shot. Well, I'm looking at this gun still. And it's yeah. just like nobody is just like, this is amazing. It's yeah. like, where am I supposed to go? Am I supposed to go up here? Well, it just <laughs> sounded like I was, like, out in the parking lot of Disneyland, and all my friends were in riding rides, and I had to hear it the entire yeah. time. And they're like, no, we brought you, we brought you a balloon. It's like, I don't want a balloon. I want to go in there too. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, you know? my friends are like, is this ride safe? Should yeah. we get on this? It's yeah. dark in there. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, but the fact that I ended up randomly getting put into a strike, which is in content that I'm not supposed to be playing or own, it makes me wonder if there's something in there that I'm not seeing. Well, when did I, you do this? Last night. Okay. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe if I randomly queue up for strikes, they'll give me those that I don't normally own. Yeah, you might. Because I read, I read that they made certain things available from the previous ex, uh, uh, expansions to okay. people. But this seems like the over, like the the main it missions. Might, I can't choose myself, so I don't know. But it, it might be over. But I read that that, that the maps were available. But I will say that, um, like I said, leveling was nicer. Uh, I did laugh because my my friends uh, were experiencing. Uh, uh, green is the new purple for the first time. They've, yeah. never, they've never run into that, which basically means that all the gear that you work towards and had for like the last year, you go to the new game, you pick up something that's way better and it, it doesn't look like the same thing. And you're like, but it, this is, this is random. And it's like, it's this thing I found, not this thing I worked really hard to get. And it's hard to, to, to attach value and also dismiss right. value immediately knowing that you're starting a new game. Yeah. Like right. I've, I've had to learn over and over again playing World of Warcraft, say goodbye to what you love because you're going to replace it in a second. Uh-huh. That's what. Yeah. That's why I think like when you were talking about like the DLCs and frustrations, I'm like the DLCs 
weren't real expansions. Those were, in my mind, like a patch. Well, I agree with that, but they called them expansions. But they charged you for them. That's why they yeah. call them expansions. And, and so, like, and, and and I guess also, like, and this isn't necessarily the same thing either, but this kind of goes back to, uh, like, Diablo. Diablo 3, when it came out, it was it was a complete game, but, and I played it, um, you know, I, I, got, I got a monk all the way to level cap, but I kind of stopped at that point because I didn't see the need to go on past that. And it took them, like, a year to finally make that game like, uh, like um, not accessible, but a lot more fun because they identify what people like, which is the give me loot for my guy, not loot for somebody else. Right. Because in that game where it's like, oh, I got all this stuff for like freaking like witch doctors, but not for my character because they wanted you to use that real money auction house, which was supposed to be selling gear for real money, which they scrapped all that. It just it took them a year to make the game people wanted. Yeah, but it's a great game now. It is, but and they have an expansion now that you can buy. And it'd be on top of, but you don't necessarily need that to still experience a lot of things that they changed in the patch, though. Mm-hmm. You know, because like, like loot 2.0. I mean, you can still of, do certain things in Diablo, but the patch or the expansion makes it more accessible. Yeah, it's true. But I'm saying like yeah, you could still have a pretty complete Diablo experience without Reaper Souls or do you, OK, maybe not. All right. Mm-hmm. Either way, I just I feel like Blizzard's really good at saying we already know that um, anything that we build realistically has a shelf life. Yeah, and it has a limited shell life based upon what we're bringing you next. Yeah, so why like we've made our money off of this, and we're going to make a better experience for everybody by like here have this too, have three of these, have seven of these, but you're going to buy this next one because you're going to love it. And I just think that Bungie, I, maybe they'll change it here soon. Maybe people, maybe I'm not the only one. But I, I was really aggravated. I mean, I rarely like log into something and be like, I'm done with this, and I really got mad that night. I think Bungie won't change it until the business model generally changes with games like that. And it, it's 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 the new thing for games. And the DLC stuff, I saw so many things on the internet about, like, um, I saw one that was really funny. It was, like, a kid, and he had an old Nintendo controller. And he's like, oh, I just unlocked all the secret characters and all the secret levels. And then it's, like, him in his 30s now, and he's got, like, a, uh, the same outfit on. He just looks older. And he's like, wow, I just paid for all the secret levels and all the secret characters. Right. No, and that's you're... basically what it is now. And, like, like I was playing Diablo because, like, I was – season four of Diablo started. And uh, a couple of my buddies who I play a lot of bl- – all the Blizzard games with, um, they – we were playing, and, and I brought it up. I was like, I'm really impressed how – Diablo is able to stay a free game but still be a great content based like well played out game like they 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 have the seasons like they're doing the seasons now which is completely free they just it's basically like a patch they put tiny little new things in each time they put in new sets of armor they put in a couple new abilities like that are not a new abilities but they kind of twink some of the abilities and then they'll put in like one other tiny little thing like um like an amulet that you have to do a certain thing to grind, or there's yeah. a cube now that'll transmute things. So they they do they tr- they sprinkle a little few things out, and then the rumor is is they're going to do one more uh, expansion, which would be cool. Um, so I was like, that's that's pretty impressive for a game because like it's now in a world of games where like even Heroes of the Storm that they have, it's it's a free game, it's a free to play game, but you're also kind of like like compelled to pay for extra characters pay for skins pay for this pay for that blizzard has found that happy medium of like like i mean diablo you have to buy and the expansion you have to buy and then after that it's it's what they you know everything they keep updating 
But Blizzard's also a company that has enough money and resources to do that, right? Um, Heroes of the Storm, free-to-play game, but they make it compelling because they have a weekly rotation of heroes that you can try, and then also they have weekly sales. So they're always, they always find that way of like, hey, you like this guy, but you don't want to buy him? What if he's 50% off right now? Yeah, right. So they, and then Hearthstone, there's, like, there's always that itch the to scratch cards. of buying cards, like decks, little packs can, of cards. Yeah. And World of Warcraft, they like other than the monthly subscription, which I guess that really divides that from Destiny because Destiny is not a monthly subscription. So Blizzard keeps adding things because they also realize people pay fifteen dollars a month for what they have, and like, yeah. it, it's you know it is what it is. But they also have like an in-game store you can buy but, things too, and it's like they always make it like shiny and like I want seven of those right now. But there's nothing in Diablo that is making you buy more unless yeah, it's but, an expansion that they drop every like four years, three or four but years. But they tie in Diablo to Heroes of the Storm. They tie in like there's a lot of the, the Diablo characters in there now that you might want to buy Diablo. Well, they you give you Diablo buy... for free okay. if you own Diablo. Oh, okay. The game, and you log into Heroes, you get Diablo for free. You don't have to buy Oh, it. maybe I have them for free. I didn't realize that. You but, do. but, okay, cool. All right. So, like, so. but they give you, like, th- that's what, like, the, you may not you may not play a monk in Diablo 3, but you might buy one in Heroes of the Storm. You know, right. like, so. Well, same thing with StarCraft. Yeah. Like, StarCraft, you buy, you're done. But you can play the crap out of that RTS. Yes. So. You know? So it's different. I know. Anyway, so I mean, not to drag on too much about this. Like, Joe likes Taken King. Here I am bitching about how I'm not going to spend money on it. I'm probably going to go buy it. And then same thing happens to me all the time now with console games. I'm going to play it for like a weekend and then not touch it. And then be angry a year from now. I have it for PS4 and Joe's wanting me to go for Xbox One. Yeah, I have both systems. I, I, run around, I, I'm I, blessed, Joe. I'm blessed to have both. I don't. I don't. <laughs> like, and I'm so mad. Like everybody that I want to. Oh, I have no. I'm not mad. Like all my PlayStation, all my Xbox friends, I do play with. But like, I've got so many people. I have like three, including you. I have like three different people that I know play Destiny that are on PS4. One of them is a hardcore PS4 guy. And yeah. I probably will never pull him away from it. Well, the other one's my brother, who had a 360 and was playing Destiny, and we would talk like talk it up all the time. And then I find out he gets a PS4. I'm like, you know, I got a one. Do you like not want to come play Destiny with me? So he's got a PS4. Does it make it awkward at like holidays now, where it's like, I guess we're not talking anymore in real life. Too, no, I no, but like it's funny because we'll always talk about Destiny whenever we get together. I, well, I mean, I don't know. Um, the big difference right now between the two is that PS4 has Rocket League and Xbox One doesn't. So I thought it had Rocket League. I don't think it has Rocket League. Maybe it does now, but I thought it was supposed to be PS4 and on Steam. I, maybe I'm wrong, but that's why. Like right now, hmm. I'm, I'll play Destiny, but I'm so getting so much more fun out of a twenty dollars game in which you just take cars and chase a ball around on a field. <laughs> maybe that's something like I'm like the little kid. Like I get to play the car soccer game, but I've been having I've been enjoying that one a lot. I'm trying to hang on to Destiny as long as I can, only because like. Here comes the holiday season, which is like every video game you ever want to play is coming out. Yeah, no kidding, right? Because like I, I want to get back to Diablo and Heroes of the Storm, and uh, then we got Legacy of the Void coming out. Yeah, the StarCraft expansion, the final StarCraft two expansion, uh, Battlefield, which I'm going to get, or not Battlefield, Star Battlefront, Wars, Star yeah, Wars Battlefront. Battlefront. Which, by the way, I have friends telling me I should get that. So guess what? Get, I, I'm going to buy it on PS4 probably. And Joe's never gonna talk to me again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Fallout, and that, that, and then Fallout Four. Those are those are my. That's what's on my my. How frustrated are you gonna be when I get play. Battlefront? Not that PS4? frustrated. If you yeah. don't want to play with me, that's fine. No, like how many times did we play Titanfall together? Like once, twice, twice. Was it twice? Yeah. And how many? Like, and you did okay, and I just ran around shooting myself in the face the entire time. So yeah, I didn't play Titanfall long though, in my defense, because Titanfall was kind of like it didn't grasp me as much. Um, yeah. 
it was a cool idea, but I just was. I, Dude, I any die. game ex- that I own that you also own, you know, if you're like, hey, do you want to play this? I'll play it. Oh, well, that's good to know. Like well, I don't have. That's, that's WoW. good to know. I'm, I'm glad you should get WoW again. <laughs> I've thought. I told you I've thought about it with the new expansion. I've thought about it, but I mean, mm. like, if you want to play, and if you want to play D three, I mean, yeah. it's funny when we were playing uh, Diablo three the other night. Um, this one guy that was one of my buddy's friends jumped in, and he was level one. He's like, I haven't played in a while. And we're like, Yeah, come on with you. We'll power level you. We got him from one to seventy to Paragon twenty in like an hour. Oh wow! And we were just like, just stay in the back. Like he was like he's like should I pick stuff up or like no because you're gonna out level it in like a minute. That's funny. So but, you're basically doing like the whole Spock from Star Trek three where he was just a child on the planet and then within an hour he's a full grown man yeah. and yeah. <laughs> so but uh, yeah we'll get you to we'll get you into uh, yeah, tip top we'll, shape in, we'll a, in a second we'll with see. Diablo. I, I'll probably buy Destiny. I don't know. It's just I again I don't think I'm wrong being being pissed off at the way that they presented it, but. Everybody, like, I, I talked to you about it, and you're like, yeah, but you should buy it. Today I was at work, and one of my friends who's really into it, he's like, no, I agree with you, but you should buy it. Like, everybody, right. everybody's like, oh, you, you might have a valid point, but are you getting it? It was like this weird, <laughs> like, pod person response. Yeah. Of, like, we understand you. you're going to pay for it <laughs> Did right they, now. like, did they try to place something gelatinous on the top of your head? Pretty like, much. It was like a brain slug. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so. bungee gotcha. <laughs> I'm just gonna put this bungee jello on your head real quick. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, must buy Halo uh, Master Chief Collection. Oh wait, that's not yeah. them. Right? How do you guys all sound like Peter Dinklage? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you all, all sound right. like Nolan North. No, it's it's, it's weird. So anyway, en- enough discussion about that. Um, if you guys agree, disagree, want to interact, please feel free to hit us up on uh, Twitter, Invading Podcast, um, and also in Facebook. And our email address is invadingpodcast@gmail.com. Please, you know, to just talk to us if you're if you agree with me, if you agree with Joe, or if you're just going to be like Paul, you're right, but you should play the game. Like well, I'll know that you guys are all right. pod people, right? Which is kind of ironic because we do a podcast called Evasion of the Podcast, and I'm going to be that last guy that doesn't buy Taken King, and I'm going to be in the corner, scared, waiting for everybody else to, to swoop in and make me buy it, <laughs> and then I'll get turned into a Taken King. I'll be I'll be taken. Actually, <laughs> that's. You know what's funny? Uh, that's the premise of the character. Oh, well, there you go. See, the, this, it, art is everything in life. Well, yeah, because, like, the the villain, the Taken King. Uh, just takes people. He does. He, he oh. like, basically, t- all there's, you know how there's, like, a, a there's like three or four different groups of bad guys in the game? Yeah. He, like, takes them and makes them, like, his crew now. See, people listening, whenever so, next, next week when I tell you all about how much I love Destiny Taken King, just please just call Mary and let her know that, like, I've been turned and... Just, just to flee because yeah. something bad happened to me, I guess. Because you're like playing the game, and then like one of the guys, like this wormhole will pop up and grab them. Yeah. And then it'll spit them back out later as a taken guy, and oh. they've got different abilities and they're stronger. That's, what's, like, like, that's what's going to happen to me I'm like, next week. Hmm. Yeah. We'll be, Paul's we'll going to get taken. We'll be photo negatives of ourselves talking about how it's like, hey, this week on the Taken podcast, you guys should take and take and take yeah. and take and um, All right. Enough about that. Um, so I, I thought it'd be fun here at the very end. Um, since we already talked about G.I. Joe and Super Mario Brothers turning 30, that... Um, let's go back to 1985. Yeah, let's go back. Um, back to the Future. Should have played that song. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I pulled the top 50 grossing movies of 85, and I want to give Joe the, the 25th movie, which is Commando. Which is a great uh, movie. That it pulled in, and I don't think this is adjusted for uh, current currency, but it pulled in $35 million in 85. Um, so I'm going to then give you movies here. You tell me if you think it did better or worse. Than so we're going to see where it's at on the, the box office barometer. Yeah. I figure, you know, it'd just be kind of fun because there's things here. You're like, you know, I want to name a movie and you're going to, you're going to have to really see if this is okay. Like, yeah, okay. Let's start. Let's, let's hear some of these. I don't even know what they are. So, 
Um, let's start with something. Let's see here. <laughs> um, Invasion USA. Is it better or worse than Commando? It's got to be worse. Okay, that was the 50th movie. That was the uh, 17th for the year. Right. That was Chuck Norris, by the way. Oh, poor remember. Chuck yeah. Norris. Um, let's see here. What else we got? Uh, um, Fright Night. Uh, ooh. I want to say above because I feel like in the 80s, the slashers were still starting to take off, and that was like, you know, everybody would go see a scary movie in the dark. Yeah, it, it was below Commando. Really? What yeah. number was it? Uh, it is number 35 with 24 million. Yeah. Wait, 24? I thought you said 3.5 was Commando. No, Commando's 35. Oh, 35 yeah, million. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, E.T.'s reissue. That's got to be below. Uh, more than Commando. What? The, the 40 million. Oh, wait, reissue. Yeah. In my brain, I'm thinking straight to DVD ET sequel. No, DVD, no the ET didn't actually come on DVD until years later. I know. I remember that, I was, remember big that was a big deal when it came out. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else we got here? I feel like I'm giving away some of my answers here. Um, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, better or worse than Commando? Better. Is that your answer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. It did okay. do better. Kids yeah. movies. It, are it, 19th on the list. It, it came in at 40 million. My brother loved um, that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you just got to find it in the basement. I know, I know, I know, well, I know Pee Wee's Big Adventure way too well just because it was on like at least <laughs> four times a week. Um, the, the movie Mask that had Cher and Eric Stoltz and Rocky, the Rocky Dennis story. Yeah. I'm going to say below. Better than Commando. Better than the, Commando? Yeah. 48 million. It was number 15 for the year. Um, Lady Hawk. <laughs> which is funny because I'm going to bring it up because that was a major player oh, discussion in Ready Player One. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say below. You're right. Thank it, God. Uh, uh, 48 with 18 million. I know um, I know somebody who would be mad that that I laughed at Lady Hawk. Brewster's Millions. Do you remember that? that yeah. Richard Pryor, John Candy. I'm going to say it was higher. You're right. It is. Because uh, that, that had some star power in the 80s. 40 million. It, it was 20th in place. Um, weird Science. Ooh. Mm. I'm going to say below you're right uh, it's the number 38 23 million uh care bears movie above below really that was like that was really did really well for what it is which is yeah a terrible the, movie. Kid, the kids movies usually um, kill it 40 it was 40th place with 22 million uh fletch chevy chase fletch was below better than commando oh this is like prom- I, yeah, 50 prime yeah 50 million chevy chase. 50 million 50 85 yeah number 12 um Let's that see. was number 12? That was number 12. Wow. Uh, let's see here. What else we got here? Um, European Vacation, also Chevy Chase. Above. Yeah, that was uh, 14, so it was a good year for Chevy Chase. Yeah. Yeah, 49 million. Police Academy 2, their first assignment. Oh, that's got to be above. It is. You're right. It's any sequel in Police Academy is solid. I'm, I'm predicting the 80s are going to be a funny year because of the box office. Yeah. Uh, 55 million. Yeah. Which number was that? Uh, number 11. Wow. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street, number two, Freddy's Revenge. Oh, that's got to be above. Uh, below Commando. Whoa. 29 million. Almost Whoa. 30, and it was 30th place. I watched um, uh, I watched Nightmare on Elm Street recently. Again. The first one? Yeah, the first one. It holds up in a lot of ways, but there's it, some weird stuff that goes it does on holds up. Yeah. It does hold up pretty well. Um, and it's funny, because when did that movie come out? 83? Something. I mean, yeah, eighty-two before eighty-five. I could t- actually yeah. it was eighty-four because they 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 jumped it right into production to um, get it going. But yeah, it does hold up really really well because I I hadn't seen it I probably in a good twenty years. But I watched it because of Wes Craven passing away, and then I was like, 
was like, God, I haven't seen this in a long time. And I'm like, I remember the last time I saw it, I was really like freaked out about the first death scene when he pulls her up the wall and stuff. It's that's creepy. It's still. creepy. Yeah. yeah. And then the like just the amount of like it wasn't gore. It was just like a lot of blood, like fountains of blood. Yeah. Like, uh, I'll give you another sequel. Friday the Thirteenth Part Five. Already on part five. That was that already point. on part five. Man, yeah. J- Jason got a running start on. That Freddy. was um the a new beginning. Corey, Corey Feldman was in that, wasn't he? No, four was the last one that uh, five, uh, Feldman five? was in. Five was the one that was set in the insane asylum where his character was older. Tommy was older, and he was freaked out because he had fought Jason. And there was a copycat Jason in that movie. It wasn't actually Jason. God, I don't remember that. Yeah, which made him go run out to the graveyard to see Jason dead for real. That got struck by lightning and became undead Jason that you saw forever after that. So Friday 13th part six was Jason lives. And that movie is actually pretty awesome. It's ridiculous. Which one's the one where the chick has like psychic powers? Seven new blood seven. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's Freddy versus Carrie pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, above or below uh commando uh, below. They're right below 21 million. So that was enough for it to make another, another movie, man. Good year for, for Freddie and Jason both being there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The Black Cauldron Disney movie. Oh, below. Yeah, you're right. So that's all. That was the 42nd movie. Um, 21 million. Let's see what else we got here. Breakfast Club. Oh, ah. Uh, John Hughes in the 80s above? You're right. Uh, 45 million, and that was in 16th place. Um, let's see here. The Color Purple. Above. You're right. Uh, number four, $94 million. Wow. Yeah, right. Um,. Spies Like Us, another Chevy Chase film. Man, he was busy. Yeah, right? I'm trying to think of anybody who's been who rocked out that many movies recently in the same year. Sam Jackson? I don't know. Uh, above? You're right. Um, let's see, Spies Like Us made $60 million. It was 10th place. I haven't uh, watched that in a long time. Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Oh, man. Above. Barely. Barely. 20. So it was 24th place, but right above Commando. Commando yeah. had 30, uh, 35. A Thunderdome had 36. Mm. So barely, right? All right. So um, what else? Real quick here. Um, would you guess what the number one movie was in 1985? No, because off the top of my head, I can't think of what's coming. Uh, wait, 85? Yeah. Um, At the time, I don't know how true this is. It says number one, $210 million. It's Back to the Future? It is Back to the Future. Yeah. Wow. Surprised um, I guess that. Number two. You want to guess number two? Back to the Future 2? No. Because they time traveled and did the same <laughs> yeah. year. Uh, uh, no, go ahead. $150 million. So there's like a big difference between one and two. Rambo, First Blood Part 2. Oh, so Rambo. Stallone, right? Yeah. I didn't really get into Rambo when I was younger. Number no, three. That's not true because I had Rambo toys. Never mind. Don't number number three, uh, $127 million. <sighs> So it's above the color purple but below Rambo. I don't know. Rocky four. So Stallone coming Ooh. in with number one. And, uh, so number two, number three. Stallone yeah. probably pulled in as about as much money as Chevy Chase with just those two movies. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, the last one we'll do here. Um, above or below Commando, um, the Goonies. Goonies was probably below. It was above. Woo. Goonies coming in at number nine with $61 million. Goonies never say die. Right? I mean, clearly half of that was pirate ship gold, and we know that. <laughs> They were just like, I'm going to buy all these tickets for these people who aren't here. Here, yeah, it's for all it's for all people living in the goondocks, and they can't pay for their Goonies, own ticket. 
Also another great movie that snuck in a joke with the pirate of One-Eyed Willie. Yes, right? <laughs> I'm like, really? <laughs> really, 1980s? Yeah, so uh, that was fun. I, I had a good time with that. So um, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this. Again, please chime in uh, on our Facebook. It's Invasion of the Podcast on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Invading Podcast, and uh, email address is uh, invadingpodcast at gmail.com. Anything with Rohan here at the end, Joe? Any, anything, uh, life's lessons, um, wisdoms? No, not okay. not really. Okay, so if you shoot more people, you get more loot. Is that? Yeah, or uh, maybe maybe if you just wait for people to come out of cave and shoot them over and over again. There you go. That's did a, you ever did you ever exploit that I, bug? I, I know, but I know what you're Do talking you know about, about that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there, that, that's that's a good that's a good rule for life. Just if people are coming out of cave, just keep shooting them. <laughs> right. Maybe not. Maybe they'll, that's not. They'll eventually thing. drop a house and a car. <laughs> yeah. Right. So there you go. Uh, you win life. So anyway, till next week. Uh, have a safe week, guys, and we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>